Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There are so many stories that go untold, and we only hear the narrative that somebody else wants to push. But sometimes I'll read and I'm like, I want to know that person's story, not necessarily the story that I'm reading. And I feel like that's us. That's the, you know, the the black women of today, the, the powerful, amazing, strong queens. Yeah, okay, sometimes our crowns might slip, but I want to know how you fix that back. I want to know how you got to this point. That Those are the stories that I really want to read. And I think that those are the stories that are also important for the next generation to read too. You are listening to the The Dope Dope Black Moms podcast. On today's podcast, I'm joined by independent publisher and founder of JLG Publishing, award-winning author of my friend Jen Books, Janika Leah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. And where are you right now? Where are you in the world? I'm currently in Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, because I'm in my kitchen in Hamilton, all right? Right. So I prefer to be where you are. Uh, And and how is lovely Jamaica? Jamaica is beautiful. It's wonderful. It's it's just everything right now, honestly. God, it always is. I will send my love. Send send my love to Jamaica. So we're here today. I really wanted to talk about everything you're doing. So independent publisher, award-winning author of my friend, Jen Books, which focuses on sickle cell education and awareness. And um, just everything you're doing, helping us to find our stories. And um, so many of us struggle, really, really struggle to do this. So I just wanted to start with the basics and how did you find yourself here? How did this career path, dream, purpose find you? Do you know, I think, I I really honestly truly believe that this path was just my destined path. I didn't know at the time, but I, I do now feel like it was. A lot of what I do and where I am is because of what I've been through. And that's something that I, I, you know, I tell a lot of my authors, I tell a lot of my mentees, um, what you're going through is preparing you for what is to come. So so true. Just so hard to remember that in absolutely click, click away. Just so hard to remember in the moment when you're on the bathroom floor, hard to remember to say thank you for this moment. Thank you. It is, it is. But sometimes it's just that looking back um to see how far you've come you know um I my journey started of course because of my sickle cell so it's like this condition that I lived with um which made it difficult for me to hold down a full-time job it made it 
and quite difficult for me at the time when it came to kind of um, studying and going to university. I was in and out of hospital. So there was a lot of my path that I had to take an alternative to what the norm was. And at the time, feeling like, you know, I'm good, I'm different than everyone else. How, where am I going to end up? I don't know. But just trusting and believing. Um, and here I am. So I didn't take the usual path. I took my own path. And I think that was one thing that I always felt that I was going to have to do something that enabled me to manage my own time. Because my health just meant that that's something that I needed. So... I initially just started, you know, I, I, I always used to write. Writing was a way of me to kind of express myself, express how I'm feeling, what I'm going through. And I wrote something one day that I, about, you know, my sickle cell and how I was feeling. And I kind of just felt like limitless. And I was like, oh, I'm going to write about how I'm feeling. And that was the start, the beginning of my friend Jen. Um, I thought this might make a good book and I went through the process, I got a mentor and, you know, done everything like that. And me wanting to share that story in a way that I thought would impact other people, not just people living with sickle cell, but also those people that don't know about sickle cell so that we could bring awareness to it and educate people. Um, it was a difficult path because I thought in, it, in order to be able to do that, I want to you know, get get a good publisher and get the story out there. And I had loads of no's and doors shut in my face. And I thought, okay, just going to do it myself. And one of the things that I thought at the time when I was getting all these no's and all these doors shut in my face is that how many other people go through this as well? And that could definitely be a barrier to people sharing their story. Totally. So, and and you've done it and yeah. you got the no's, you persevered. What did it feel like when you got the yes? Um, well, well, I didn't get the yes initially. You did it yourself. You, you yesed yourself. I gave my, yeah, I yes myself. <laughs> I gave myself the yes. I was in the mirror like, oh, yes, we're going to give you the deal. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I oh. just really was passionate at the fact that what one of one of the responses that I got was that they didn't see a need for um, a narrative like that, sure. and I thought hearing that response is just one of the reasons why it's necessary. And so I'm not really going to get anywhere with with these kind of gatekeepers, so to speak. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just going to create my own gate and then open it for everybody else. How about that? Oh, how about that? <laughs> yes, and I, I thank you. I thank you for doing this. So, yeah, as a black woman. You're facing all these challenges, these these barriers. Anything else that you're coming up against? Any other negativity that you're coming up against on this journey? Uh, do you know, I think as a young, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw young in there, young black um, You are young. Black woman, you are young. Yes, because I've, even with, when working with clients, I do free guidance calls. So anybody that's interested in sharing their story or you know putting their story together I give free advice whether it's writing publishing whatever it's to do with and sometimes I, I you know I get on these calls because of Covid and everything they've been over Zoom so you know people want videos on or whatever and I do feel like people see me and they're like well, what does this little girl know about anything and I sometimes feel like you know you do have you slam to... back award-winning bitch I or... just no? do you know what I just I, I have a plethora of knowledge and yes, if you, you have a question I can find a solution to the question if it's to do with writing publishing or anything in that remit so 
I just feel like, do you know what? I know what I know, and I know that I'm good. And I think that knowing oh, is God. just what makes me go through. No, but it is though. That's life changing to really, really know it in your bones. You know, you're meant to do this. You know what you're talking about. You know, your shiz, you know, you're good. Like that's, that's in itself is life changing. It it is. It took a while for me to get there. Um, And that is something that I also, you know, speak to, especially most of bar one, most of my authors that I've worked with have been female. And I feel like that's something that we we all go through. It's like when the book's like almost ready, it's like, oh my God, I'm not ready. Oh my God, I can't do this. Da, da, da. So it's not even just about sharing your story. It's also about kind of like a self-development journey and growing and everything. Like, and in those so moments, much. and in those moments when you're doubting yourself or your, your female authors are doubting yourself, or if, if you've ever been in that moment where you've doubted yourself, what do you lean on? What 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 brings you back? What what grounds you? What do you say to your authors when you're like, they're like, I can't do this. This book's awful. What do you say? <laughs> I mean, first of all, no, no, none of them are telling me that their book is awful because I'm like, because we right. don't publish awful books here. Your story can never be awful. When that fear just creeps in and the, the irrational fears start, start running riot in your head. Do you know what? It's about taking a step back, first of all, and accepting that that's how you're feeling because I think dismissing it is the wrong thing to do. It's about acknowledging how you're feeling and why are we feeling that way. Nine times out of the, out of ten, it's just fear. It's just the fact that you're you know you've got something good and you're scared about where this is going to take you because it is going to take you to the next level. Um, so it's just about thinking about okay, what what what? Why are we feeling like this? What's the worst that can happen? This is what I always say. What is the worst that can happen? And Absolutely. the worst that Absolutely. can happen is still good. You get you, yeah. you're going to publish a book someone's going to read it you're going to change even if it's one person's life that you change you've changed a life do you know what I mean absolutely I mean you've changed your own absolutely during the whole process so what are the first steps in finding your story what would what what advice do you give to your authors coming to you I one of the most I think common advice that I give to people is just to start first of all because I do feel like a lot of us, we think, oh, okay, we're, we're going to pluck a piece of our life and that's going to be the story. And it's the whole process. It's the whole journey. So sometimes it's just about writing. It's just about getting into the flow. Um, and the other thing that I always say is just don't edit as you go. Don't filter as you go because how you're feeling today and the energy that you've got today you're probably going to have a different energy tomorrow like I do um content writing and things like that and sometimes when I'm writing about um sickle cell depending on what mood I am I'm going hard on the laptop sickle cell this somebody made me do this and then I read it the next day and I'm like oh my gosh how aggressive like just calm down Jen so I really do think that it's important to just express yourself in all ways possible. And then from that, we can pick and choose, okay, this is the this is the tone that I want for the story. This is the vision that I want for the story. And then we can do it that way as a whole, but not to do it as you go along. I think that is great life advice. If we could just be in a space and be yourself wholeheartedly, unfiltered, how liberating would that be? Because often... In it though, you go into a space 
and you say, how are you? You say, I'm fine, reflexively, Mm -hmm. right? You're not really fine. Something might be going on, but then the person opposite you says, oh, I'm also fine. So then you've got, I'm fine, I'm fine, both lying to each other. (laughs) No one's actually telling the truth. You were just like, you know what? I'm having a shit day. The kind of feeling of like, oh, taking off my bra, letting out my belly. You've got a belly too. You've got droopy boobs too, or you may not have because you're young and perky, but you get what I mean? They still hang a bit. I'm totally sweat over here. I'm like, oh my God, little boob sweat too, hey. (laughs) Boob sweat. Do you know what? I'm I'm getting closer to 40 and everything's gradually just dropping, just just a subtle, gradual drop. But you know what I mean? If you walked into a space, you could just be yourself and, and with all your amazing uniqueness mm-hmm. and owning all of that mm-hmm. um owning all your roles all your boob sweat and you know you're speaking to someone else who's also owning all their ish yeah. it's a different conversation isn't it it really is it, and it, it's that if only we could all just be words on paper of how we're feeling imagine oh wouldn't that be easier and and how important is it do you think for black women to find their voice to have their narrative published what does it do, do you think, for society? What does it do for other women? What does it do for our children? I think most importantly, it it makes us a part of history. I started to read kind of like about, you know, black history and, um, you know, Kemet or, or African history, and, you know, way, way, way back talking like that when I was about 11. And... I was blown away, but then also thought to myself, why are there only a few books like this? And why are there, you know, why, why is it taken? Like I used to take these books from my mum and sometimes I didn't understand what was happening, but I just feel like there are so many stories that go untold and we only hear the narrative that somebody else wants to push. But sometimes I'll read and I'm like, I want to know that person's story not necessarily the story that I'm reading and I feel like that's us that's the you know the the black women of today the the powerful amazing strong queens yeah okay sometimes our crowns might slip but I want to know how you fix that back I want to know how you got to this point that those are the stories that I really want to read And I think that those are the stories that are also important for the next generation to read too, because the space that we're in right now is so different. There's, there's a lot happening and it's important that we leave our mark at this point specifically. I I couldn't agree more. It's a fresh time in, in history. It's a fresh time historically for women, historically for black women to be doing everything we're doing now. It's fresh. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be some resistance there's yeah. going to be negativity like like there is for all fresh movements. You know, you're going to be thought of maybe as radical. Um, but I think it is important. I think it's, it, it is important for our children. I actually think it's, it's life-changing for a child to see someone expand beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives us all hope. It gives us all inspiration. You never know what that vision is touching. You know, it could be inspiring future politicians, exactly. scientists, brain surgeons, exactly. trailblazers, change makers. And, and without being able to see that, um, it's, it's a great shame. 
you know, it, it is, it is a great shame. So I think it's amazing what you're doing. It's amazing that you're making this process accessible. It's easy. It's digestible because there can be a lot of fear. This is not something that is common knowledge, is it? The publishing industry, it, if I say that immediately, the connotations, I'm thinking white, I'm thinking elitist, I'm thinking it's going to be long words. It's going to be full of contracts, paperwork. I'm not going to understand. I'm going to get hustled. Um, It's too big. It's too scary. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stay over here. So what you're doing, your platform, it's really, it's revolutionary. And and it's great to have this access and to give these people a voice. And the the work that I see coming through from what you're doing is amazing. And and also to see lovely black female mummy authors as well, who I know and love. And it's important to see those stories. And you see, oh, she's doing it. So she's a mum with a full-time job doing it as well. I can do it. And exactly. and it and it spirals from there, doesn't it? Thank you so much. It, it it does. It does. I can imagine. So, what was your relationship with your mother like? My relationship is my mum. My mum is my best friend. Um, <sighs> I think that's just to, to sum it up. <laughs> cut a long story yeah. short. My mum is my best friend. Like I speak to her about everything. We are honest with each other. We are open with each other. It's not always, you know, grey and sunshine and flowers. Sometimes okay. it's, you know, get it off your chest, talk yeah. the truth, say it with your chest. And, you know, don't don't harbour any emotions. I think that's something that we've had to, we've had to learn that over the years. It hasn't always been like that. Obviously, I you know, I was a teenager. I went through that whole time, plus living with sickle cell as well my mum has had to really go through a lot I think in terms of watching me have to go through things that she couldn't really support me with or she couldn't physically do anything about and I suppose dare I say sometimes feeling that she's responsible for that in some way as well so I think even though it's completely illogical you must think I know these things I know it must come through your mind I know they do so I I always bear that in mind, I think, when, when speaking to my mum. And I think that's something that's helped our relationship to be so special. Um, but one thing is that my mum is is my biggest fan. Like, if there's anyone out there and they are like, hey, I'm your biggest fan, I'm like, talk to my mama. No, you ain't. Like, she is 100% there for me from when I did my first ever kind of radio interview. And she basically told me how... Um, how crap I was. Amazing. Listen, this Safe is where I say best friend because I don't need someone that's going to be like, you real. that was great, you know, try hard. No, she was like, girl, do not ever get back on the radio and sound like that. It's only terrible. Like, I, sometimes you need people to be honest with you and tell you these things. It's important, you know, for life. It's also important for business. Like, my mum is... It's not officially a part of my board, but she is like my silent board member. I'm like, what do you think of this? You go to. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when it comes to children's books as well, she has a a history of kind of like child education. She was a a teacher and, you know, she's coming from that kind of educational um, world, um, worked her way all the way up to being um, a college lecturer, first female black college lecturer um at the college that she worked at hello so this is what I grew up this is what I grew up seeing and 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 being around so 
I think even though I'm not a mummy yet, I'm so close to my mum that I can relate to other mummies. I feel like I can. I have lots of godchildren. I'm just like Auntie Jen. And I I want them to have that. I, I, I want them to be able to, you know, show their children that, hey, mummy did this and mummy's doing this. And this this is what it is. This is important. It's important, and I, I just love that. I, I, I love that. I love my mom. <laughs> oh, that's so special. Honestly, that that relationship feeds you. It gives you the strength. It empowers you to do. It, it helps you to navigate everything you are going through, whether it's positive times, negative times. You know, it's that rock which which we all need. Whether it's mm. your mom, whether it's mother type relationships wherever yeah. you get that from you know really important like you said really important for somebody to tell you the truth and like actually yeah that wasn't great no, that wasn't, wasn't great but <laughs> yeah that wasn't your best but also you know you need you need those moments because you can be so in in the moment it's hard for you to understand that so it's true I think yeah I think that that's life-changing that those those moments there can really um really get you through what is something that you wish people had told you or that you'd heard when you were just starting out? What did you need to hear? If anybody's listening who is interested in getting into publishing, has a story um, and just needs that next step, what is it that you wish you'd heard at those moments? Um, I... A good... How am I going to word this now? I know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think what I would have told myself is you don't you don't have to be an expert writer. You just have to be an expert in what you're writing about. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. right so as in some people could so I've got massive fears about my dyslexia um my use of language my vocabulary my intelligence I might sit here and never write a thing because I'm like no one's going to read it it's going to take me forever to write spelling's going to be whack it's going to be awful and you could just not do anything none of that matters none of that matters and I think that that's one thing that I say to so many people like when I'm doing guidance calls, they're like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the best writer. I wasn't good at English. And I'm like, you don't have to be a great writer. You just have to be great at what you're writing about. So if you're writing about yourself, no one knows you more than you know yourself. And that's it. There are some of the best books that we've read, you know, by authors have been, you know, there are editors for these reasons. And there are proofreaders for these reasons. There's a whole... There's a whole range of professionals that are in this kind of world of making books come to life that do all of that for you. You just have to have the the story, so to speak, the vision and what you're what you're creating. Right. So don't let any of that stop you. Just write. Just write. Are those the biggest reasons 
is that the biggest fear you come across? People thinking that they can't write or don't don't have, I don't know, access. Or... I would say the two the two biggest fears that many of my authors come across are the fear of actually writing, as in putting pen to paper, putting words on the screen, um, and getting it down, and releasing the book. Who's going oh. to buy the book? Right. No and then, so you, you've, you've yeah. gone through the whole journey of getting exactly. everything together. It's gone through your final proofs, editors on board, everything's great. You've got your final copy, you've got yeah. your cover. And then that, that next, next moment year. of fear yeah. comes in. So then what, what are you saying to your authors then? And what, what did you say to yourself then? So you're thinking no one's going to buy this book. Who would, who, who would buy a book yeah. written by me? Yeah, first of all. And one thing that I say to my authors is just don't even think about the people that you know. Because I think one of the things we think is who's who's going to read this book? We're, we're going through our minds thinking, who out of my friends, who out of my family is going to read this book? And I always say that your book is not, it, it's not for your friends or your family. Your book is for that lady that, or that child or that father that you've never met that picks up your book and reads it and thinks, wow, this is absolutely amazing. And you may, they may leave you a review. I mean, I encourage every reader who's ever read a book to read a review, please. Like it's so important to writers. You may never meet them. You may never, you know, come across them, but to know that that person in that side of the world has bought your book and read your story, that's what it's about. And it also gives you fuel to share your experience, what you've done, what's the message behind the book, because it's not just the book. What you've actually created is like a whole new stream of, 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 of income. I mean, I we love, we love money, pay us. So the book is just one product, but what this book then enables you to do, to go out into the world and do, is, is a number of different things. And that's the amazement. I think when I go through that, I talk about um, sustainability of sales and making sure that, you know, you're constantly making sure that your people know that you have a book, people know that you have a story. That is what's important. It's about what you can now say I've achieved. It's like how you introduced me, award-winning author. I didn't think all these years ago that, hey, I'm just gonna write a little children's book and then I'm gonna win like however many awards. And and now that that is literally how I'm introduced all the time. So there's so many doors that it can open. It's beyond imagination. It's just about doing it. I think, and and that almost is the hardest part, isn't it? Mm. To just do to it, do to it. go through all that fear and just do it. So you've gone through the fear, you've put your book on sale. And what's that moment like when you see your first sold book come through, that first ding, you've got a sale? It, it is, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, mm. It is really, there's no words because it's, a lot of the time it's about, you know, you've worked so hard to create something and now everybody can enjoy it. Because before that point, it's only about imagining what the audience is going to think, what the audience is going to feel, how they're going to receive it. And now they're actually able to do that and you're actually able to kind of see your vision come to life. So it's just, do you know that I don't even, I'm not even sure if the first sale is is as good as seeing the first physical copy of the book. 
I think oh, that's that's a close one. That's yeah, the, yeah. I think that's the prime when you hold that physical book in your hand and it's come from. It's real, then, isn't it? It is real. It's physical. You can see it. It's formatted, and it's come from you know words on a page or words in the notes on your phone, or it's come from that to to this. That is unbelievable like when when authors receive their proof copies kind of like oh my god oh my god that's always a moment yeah that's a moment yeah that's a moment so independent publisher business owner award-winning author you've got your own podcast salted popcorn podcast Mm -hmm. what time is there for you what intentional time do you spend on yourself how how do you find time for your self-care where do you find your me time in all of this? To be honest with you, my podcast was actually a form of my me, me time when I started it. So I just needed to talk. Um, this was, it was after I started my podcast. It was, it was actually at the beginning of, of you know, the first COVID wave um, in mm-hmm. 2020. I'd also just recovered from uh, surgery. I had hip surgery. Um, I'd launched my second book. I had a whole lot of things going on. And I also started to um, have therapy. Just like, you know, my my mental health was really impacted just from everything that I'd been through um, with my health, sickle cell, everything like that. And I just felt like I needed to express how I was feeling and just get my words out there so I said oh, I'm just gonna start a podcast and start talking to myself um which then ended up me talking to quite a number of people actually um so that was one way of me kind of um it, it was me time I enjoyed sitting down ready to record my kind of one woman podcast I really enjoyed that but also I'm very strict with my timekeeping and uh, that is partially because I have to be. So one of the things with sickle cell is that we we um, experience extreme fatigue. We get tired a lot easier um, because there's less oxygen kind of going around our bodies and a number of different things. So I have to be very strict with my diary. So I do have days where I do nothing. It is a rest day. That means no screen time, no phones, nothing to do with awesome. work. So these are days in the week, in, in a weekday? They're days in the week or half a days in the week, depending on um, you know what's happening in publishing and what we've got happening, etc. Um, Or if I've got to do a full week, I know that weekend, it might have to be a day where I just do nothing. Um, and I'm really strict about these days. Well done for well done for being strict on those boundaries. That that is it. The discipline, yeah. the consistency of of doing that constantly to maintain that self care rather than kind of just binging it. Yes, and I've I've been there. I've been there where it's like work, work, work. But the thing is, is and I, and I definitely feel like burnout is you know it will be coming like a, a common culture almost like oh my god I'm so exhausted I work hard play hard yeah almost uh, like, like normal this yeah. is we we all do these crazy <laughs> it became like a days. cool thing um how long have you worked for how much how little sleep have you had um the thing for me is I think for 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 most people or a healthy human um burnout might just be okay I'm tired today I'm gonna go to a spa and relax and that's it and I'm you know I've recovered whereas Burnout for me in kind of living with sickle cell and and the way that it impacts me, 
could potentially be a week or two weeks in hospital. Um, and that week or two weeks in hospital is then followed by two weeks of recovery and, you know, having to kind of pick the ball back up after something like that. It's not worth it. So it's absolutely not worth it. Yeah. And it, it's not just about me. It's not worth it for my team members. It's not worth it for the distribution people. It's not worth it for my graphic designers, mom. my mom, you know, family, <laughs> friends, and my authors as well. It, it, it's not worth it. It's not worth not being able to be there for the people that I'm meant to support. So I think the, the the change for me and when business picked up was when I actually started to care more about myself. Um, and it's just been, it, it's been amazing. It's, it's been amazing. Amazing. That, that's a game changer. And again, I salute you and rate you being a business owner with everything you've got going on. It's very easy mm-hmm. to sit at your desktop, sit at your laptop and just power on through it's very easy because because it cannot it could not stop there's always something to do there's always going to be something to promote to fix to this to that yeah totally and you can always keep on going so that that's really courageous to take half a day off to take a full day off and keep on doing it it's brilliant but look at what it's done for you. Look at what it's done for everyone around you. It's shown everybody that you can do this. You can have a good work-life balance. You can can survive. You can thrive. And um, yeah, I think that takes courage because it's it's easy to think I've got to keep on doing this deadline. I need to get back to this person right away or they won't, Mm. you know, I need to build my business and go, 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 go. And there's no moment just to take a step back and reflect. It's important just to let people know as well. I mean, no one... Bar me kind of sharing this, you know, in in this space, speaking to you, no one would probably even know, like, I'm not even going to lie, my work ethic is (laughs) one million out of a hundred, like, it is there, no one would know, okay, today's the day off, or you're not working today, or hello, I haven't heard, like, no one would actually even know, so because I'm so strict with it, okay, this is that, and can then we respond today, and I'm going to do this, like, everything just flows. Everything yeah, but I bet that time off allows you to be more efficient yeah, on your on days. It does. Your 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 work rate and your kind of um, probably completion rate yes. is a lot higher than half heartedly doing something because you're shattered, yeah. or you're doing this work but you're only fueled by caffeine or you know however you're doing it's mm. it's not going to be healthy. So again, I I really salute that. Have you with with the pandemic? Have you made any changes to your lifestyle? Anything that you've kind of reflected upon that you realized that I don't know that you want to just look at yeah definitely the fact that uh I'm in Jamaica and yes <laughs> love it love I've it been still in, in Jamaica, Jamaica. yes yeah, still in Jamaica um been in Jamaica was always planning to kind of leave the UK at some point um for health purposes like the warmer climate it just does wonders for me um, but thinking that I, pre-COVID, needed to have a plan and needed to, it's almost like in my head, I felt like, right, I'm going to work my ass off and then I'm going to retire early and go to Jamaica and do nothing. Um, yeah. And COVID happening and my, I kind of had a really kind of difficult experience like last year towards the end of 2020 and just said you know I'm gonna go I actually thought it might have been like a kind of last hurrah kind of holiday um that's how bad um things were getting and as it turns out 
I have kind of achieved more in my business, turned over more financially, got the most clients in the you know, a couple of months that I've been in Jamaica than I had the year before, the whole year before. So it works. Sometimes we have these ideas in our head and we think, right, I can't get there until I do this, I do this, do this, I've got to have a plan, I've got to do this. And sometimes you've just got to say, fuck it, I'm just going to go and do it and see what happens. If it doesn't work out, I'll just go back. Um, It's hard. It's hard to understand when you have all those messages go through your mind. If it is fear, if it is real, yeah like can you really not do this or are you just scared it's really hard to it listen is. to your gut and analyze that and some of it is real yeah you know there are real fears will I have enough money will I be able mm-hmm. to book clients like you know all those things but some of it isn't real is it no. it's irrational so I had some of these things may never ever happen they may and you're not. planning your life around that fear it's about that or worrying about things that have not happened yet so you don't even know all of those questions I think it's about having answers to those questions there are solutions to those questions if you are working away okay am I going to be able to book clients the only way I'm going to know is if I go away and try and book clients and see what happens do you know what I mean it again it's just about doing it so I fell into into kind of this situation due to covid you know my flight did get cancelled and then I I was stuck here up until like May, um, no, April. Um, and then and after that, I've just been, I've just kind of been milking it now, guys. It's just, <laughs> just been milking nice. it. But the point being is all of the questions that I had, all the, the fears that I wasn't sure about have actually been answered. So I think that this was kind of, COVID gave me the push I needed. I actually felt like I don't want to get stuck in the UK again. Um, so I'm just going to go and let's hope for the best. And then I ended up getting stuck here and I was like, right, we've got the laptop, we've got the phone, the holiday's over, we've got to go back to work, I've got books that need releasing, I have to keep working, my clients were very understanding, No, there was no kind of miscommunication, everything still worked flawlessly and sometimes you've just got to take the risk, as I said, what is the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is it doesn't work and you go back to what you were doing before, that's it. And, and what a life changer that is, it's worked. And you're still in Jamaica. I'm that's there. just I'm that's a dream. And you're healthy. I'm you're happy. Healthy. You're growing. Your business is flourishing. You're flourishing personally. It, it's a win-win situation. And this would never have happened if you listened to those voices. If you just not been brave and pushed through that fear. It's it's a game changer. This is life change. You could never come back. It literally has. I can actually say that COVID, the pandemic, changed my life. You know, absolutely. You could say that in bold. You can shout it. it. it that is. Honestly, people dream of doing what you've what you're doing, mm. and you've done it, and you're flourishing through it. I am. I'm grateful. I'm grateful, and it, it, it's. Um, I know it's been a different experience for a lot of people. Um, there have been people, you know, um, people close to me that you know lost lives, family members, and you know. But I am definitely someone that has to. I have to find the silver lining in every situation. Um, I'm not sure if that's a good thing, bad thing, whatever, but that's just how I live. Like, there has to be a positive in this. this it can't just be all bad. There has to be. So it's too much pain, Exactly. Isn't it? So in focusing on that and focusing on the good in, in, you know, certain situations, I feel like that's what helps me to just kind of keep going, almost. That's it. And, and lastly, anybody struggling with doubts that they cannot do this, that crippling, paralyzing fear of 
I think I have a story, but no, I can't. But, but just this, this, just that doubt, all those messages that go through your head. What can you say to those people? What can you say to those women listening who, who are just in it right now? What I have to say to you guys is that you've got this. <laughs> you've so got this. Like everything that you're thinking, everything that you're feeling, imagine it in the opposite way. Imagine it was positive. Imagine, imagine it wasn't, I think I have, but I'm not sure. Imagine it was, I've done this and oh my gosh, you know, could, how are you going to feel once it's done? Um, think about the end result. Think about that feeling. Harness, you know, how that makes you feel, that energy, and then just do it. Book a guidance oh. call with me. I will literally pour yes. into you. And by the end of the call, you'll be like, I'm going to write this. I can ingest this. Yes, like we are going to start. I always say, I love... I love doing my guidance calls because I've I've had guidance calls with, calls with people in 2019 and they've contacted me 2021. Hi, Janika, I've written my book. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's amazing. And that's the thing as well. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not going to be right. I've got an idea for a book. I'm going to release it this year. No, totally. it's a process. It's a Don't marathon, not rush a it. Exactly. Don't rush it. Get everything in. And come back. I'll be here. I'll be here waiting. I'll be like, yes, girl. Come on. Come on. So what's next for you and everything you're up to? I have um, a couple of things that I, I'm, I'm, I'm planning or, or working on. Um, in terms of... Sounding very mysterious. I know. Because I don't know whether I'm... Like, I don't this, know what you can say. Is, can yeah, say? am I saying it? Am I not? Um, in terms of, of, of publishing, yes. um, we have a new series of books that are coming out by JLG Publishing. That's the most I'm going to say about it, but it's really exciting. Um, so that's something that I'm really looking forward to, like for 2022. Uh, that's amazing. So I'm looking forward to that new series coming out as well. And that's going to definitely help us to kind of um, get our name out there and invite some some really amazing people to share their their expertise almost. So that's all I'm going to say on that. I'll leave, I'll leave that little mysteriousness there. And in terms of kind of myself, obviously everything that I do is is kind of sickle cell is always at the, the focus point. So with my books, I do a lot of donation projects, um, different countries around the world and things like that. And I really kind of focused on the next generation. I really like to leave something for the next generation, give something to mothers, fathers, parents to, to give to their children. So we're definitely going to be working on more in the My Friend Jen series. And My Friend Jen's also um, going to be doing a lot more in terms of um, sickle cell education and awareness. Um, we've set up as a CIC. So we've got some congratulations. Thank you very much. So we have some some big plans. We got big plans. We got big plans. So yeah. That is amazing. That's awesome. I can just imagine what it took to get there with everything else you've got going on. So congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And lastly, how can we stay connected with everything you're up to? My personal page is at just J Leah. 
that is on every single platform. If you type that in, you're going to find me. And in terms of our book publishing and everything else I'm doing, you can follow JLG Publishing UK. Um, support us, follow us, share. If you know anyone that has a great story to tell, um, we do have a referral program as well. So, you know, you can get something as well as, you know, giving the person who you want to share their story the opportunity to do that. So it's like a win-win. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us and joining me and just sharing so openly and, and, and talking. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Dope Black Moms. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.